Name a yellow fruit. Orange. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic right there. It is the Mike Wimacher Show here on WMAY. Name a yellow fruit. Uh, blue tomato. Yep. Uh, that, that would not be an incorrect answer there. Oh. Having fun here on a Friday. The other laughter you hear there is Kevin Hart joining yes. me today. Appreciate uh, Kev taking the time. And, uh, of course... Wednesday, I was doing the show from the kitchen studio as I was yesterday and, and still today, to be honest with you. I'm going to yeah. try to traverse back into the studio uh, later on this afternoon to get some stuff done around the yes. office. And while I was uh, taking care of some news and other duties from my house, it was not exactly feasible to be able to do Way Out Wednesday together as no. we usually like to do it. So we pushed it off to yesterday, and uh, now pushed it off to today. As yeah, so, you know, Way Out Wednesday is always a nice little break within the middle of the week because it's it's news you need to know, but it's also lighthearted. It allows you to get to some laughs, and after the past couple of days, Lord knows we need that. So yeah. me and Kev decided, you know what, let's move Way Out Wednesday to uh, Far Out Friday. How about that? Does that, does that make sense? I just far came up with that on the Friday. fly. Did oh that came up, I just did that on the fly, like you. literally just right now. Not like I worked on that the entire morning. That's wonderful. Far Out Friday. So, yes, yeah, so is that a way out Wednesday? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here is Far, far out, out Friday. 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 Yay, yay, yay. Yay, yay, That's what uh, I like. So, yeah, we got, some, we got some good ones. We got one in, uh, in <laughs> involving a chicken in our national security and uh, how dogs may know when the end of the world is here. That That's a couple that I have on here. But what do you got to start us off there, Kev? Well, uh, this is something that I had kind of been following for a couple of days because, uh, you know, Twitter, there's all sorts of odd oddball Twitter accounts, like people saying, you know, whenever like a celebrity dies or something, it's like Liza Manilli has outlived this person. That's an actual oh. Twitter account. <laughs> nice. um, there's a, uh, oh God, there's, there's like... Lindsay Lohan has outlived this person. Can you believe it? Yeah. And then it's like, um, uh, th- there's one where... Um, where every time it's the weekend, like every Friday, they'll have the clip of Daniel Craig from SNL when he introduced the weekend, and he goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend." Oh, okay. and it just goes up every you. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. But but there was an account. This teenager had an account. He's nineteen, uh, so technically an adult, but you know, teenager, nineteen. He yeah. has an account where he tracks Elon Musk's private jet. <laughs> That's not creepy at all. No, it's not. You know, of course not. But he, uh, but he's doing this because, well, Elon Musk is uber, uber rich, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of people who are mad at a lot of rich people. You know, taxes, all sorts of things. So um, he, so he's been following him, and Elon Musk is, you know, and, and whatever your opinions of Elon Musk is, and I have plenty of opinions. Understandably, he's like. Hey, take this down. You're like stalking me. This is like terrible. Uh, it's a security risk, he says. Um, oh my god. This is this is really <laughs> like as as I'm also reading along with this story, uh he also does this for he has launched similar accounts tracking the planes of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos. Um the accounts state that they track the aircraft not who may or may not be on board. Um, he also has a part-time job with a company called Uber Jets, which tra- tracks chartered flights and allows its customers to identify cheap. So, wow, this guy is really into some uh, into some air travel and some interesting stuff. And uh, I don't know, is he being paid by, like, Bezos and uh, Gates' wife and, like, Elon Musk's wife Grimes? Be like, I always want to know where that plane is and who may be on it. Like, well, <laughs> is he getting that little bit of side hustle there? Good Lord. Maybe, because Elon Musk. And, and this, for Elon, it's like, come on, mate. Like, I know, like, like like this is like super cheap for the amount of money he has he he was um so elon musk 
contact this guy and he says, take this down. The guy said no. And he's like, all right, I'll give you $5,000 to shut this account down. Oh my God, that's like me. That's like me and you telling somebody, "Ah, uh, here, here's a, here's a, here's a dollar or a quarter." Here's a to, nickel. To, that's yeah, how much money he has. Here's a nickel. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Five thousand dollars to Elon Musk is like, yeah, here's a nickel to shut down that account. Good lord, don't be so, so insulting, Elon. So the, so the teenager says, "I'm not going to get out of bed for any less than fifty thousand. I think he could have gone higher. Oh, I, yeah, I, I think he could have as well. Yeah. That, that's an enterprising young creepy man yeah. <laughs> tracking everyone's jets out there. He's auditioning to be uh, on the next, uh, if they ever make another season of Ozark. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of invasions of privacy, uh, this story has caught my eye the entire week, and we're finally talking about here on Far Out Friday, a, a offshoot of Way Out Wednesday. Um, a chicken was found earlier this week, Monday morning, oh. Near the U.S. Department of Defense headquarters. Yeah, the chicken was near the Pentagon. Yes, we have a we have a little uh, we we have a lovely little clip to share with you. What oh, okay. hobby are you into? Good morning. I like to choke my chicken. Ah, that's <laughs> from that's from Bishop's show. Uh, uh, a lo- maybe a year or two ago. I don't know if the I, mean, I, I, I don't know ago. as a as a chicken walking around the Pentagon. If you're going to get choked, you might get shot. Uh, but uh, apparently, they were able to corral the chicken. It was taken into custody uh, by one of the Welfare League of Arlington, Virginia's and uh, employees. Chelsea Jones, a spokesperson for the organization, said in an email that she couldn't reveal the precise location where the bird was spotted. We're not allowed to disclose exactly where she was found. <laughs> we can only say it was at a security check. So they, you're not even allowed to, like, the Pentagon's like, lock it down, lock it down. Don't let anyone know that we can have a spy chicken here, which, by the way, is going to be turned into a terrible kids movie, I think. <laughs> spy chicken coming to a theater near you. You heard it here first. Oh. It's also unclear where the chicken came from or how she got to the Pentagon. Uh, the hen, which has brown feathers, a, a red comb, and waddles, is a Rhode Island red. Uh, Jones described the bird as sweet and nervous, but said she has allowed some people to pet her. She's now known as Henny Penny, one of the names given to the chicken that thinks the sky is falling in a folktale. So Henny Penny was picked up for possible national security reasons. We can't say exactly where Henny Penny was picked up from because, you know, we'd have to kill you if we did. I got to imagine the only reason they took out that ISIS leader is so that they could distract away from this chicken being able to break into the Pentagon. <laughs> exactly. Oh, the Pentagon is on lockdown. But, oh, no. we got we. It's like Hey Hey from Moana made it through there or something. Good Lord. Oh my God. What's next on Far Out Friday there, Kev? Well, we got a, a, a very interesting video uh, coming to us from the mirror uh, from over in over in UK. Uh, and this and this will uh, hit home for a lot of people, uh, maybe in more ways than one. But, uh, you know, this morning, now I had to thaw out my car like three, t- well, two times, I guess, just to be able to have it. You, you know, because I didn't want to start it up this morning and like the battery to be completely frozen over. Right. And yeah. 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 Everything. You have to make so sure you start it every once in a while. I've, so I've learned there. learned that lesson from years past, both going to <laughs> school, work, anything. But this person, like many people, I'm not going to fault people for waking up and saying like, "Oh, I have to get my uh, I have to get my car defrosted and get to work." We've all had those days. I've done that in the recent you know past but mm-hmm. this man um another 19 year old uh not not as enterprising as the man who's scamming uh, billionaires uh with their jets because he was like well i have this uh this life hack that i can use to uh 
to oh God. defrost. Anytime anyone says, I got no. life hacked, man, I know what I'm doing. No, the, the tried and true method that has worked for years and years and years of uh, either scraping off the ice or letting your car defrost. So he, he left his car running for a little bit, which is fine. That's what I've done. Uh, and I'm sure you've done in the past. Many people clipped yeah, yeah, their car Yeah, when on. you live in an apartment, when you first out on your own, that, that's what happens. You but, don't have a garage, so you, you have to figure it out. But what would you say is the most important part if you have your car on uh what, 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 would you, what would you want if your car was on? What you want your car? I to w- do? want to make sure it's in park. Well, this man didn't have his car in park. Oh God, <laughs> that's the problem. Uh, his car was not in park. Um, actually, it was uh, indeed uh, the, the gear that it was in was not in park, and it went back. And because uh, it's of course slippery, it went back and it crashed into a building behind him. Oh God. Yeah, and the handbrake was not. Here's the quote. I'm looking at this article too. My hand, my handbrake was up, but not fully locked up. Usually, if something happens, you can push it out of gear. But I was too shocked to react, and my hand stayed on my key. I grabbed my steering wheel, but I didn't know what I was trying to do. It was a blind panic, and it was early in the morning, so I was tired. Oh, the poor guy. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you're in park if you're going to warm up that car. Please do. Yeah. 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 And finally, uh, in Far Out Friday here a uh, subsidiary of way out wednesday <laughs> an expert has warned us uh, has not warned us an expert has told us that dogs will be aware of a zombie apocalypse before humans and will try to warn us hmm. yes we have an actual scientist dr cameron carlson of the zombie research society okay i don't know how much they're actual doctor oh, i, I, I found this. my new hobby i want to be part of that <laughs> yeah you know what we, we need we may need to find if they have you know Offices around the world or not, and they get can, one of them on the on the air, so it can be an investigative um, uh, zombie yeah, exactly. report for way out Wednesday. <laughs> Inside the Zombie Research Society, uh, they say people should listen to their pet pooches if they're to stand a chance in an undead uprising. He said that if your dog starts acting a little strange, then you better follow their lead and get suspicious yourself. Dr. Carlson said that the powerful scents mean that they will be able to smell the undead a mile off, maybe even before the first one rises. And we've, we've heard this before, right? It's not out of the realm of possibility. We've heard about dogs being able to sniff out cancer, and they were actually teaching dogs to sniff out COVID. And in fact, like Metallica and some, of the, some other bands had used COVID-sniffing dogs while on tour yeah. to make sure that everyone was healthy. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, Dr. Carlson said... Uh, Quote, the one animal that we would see us see giving us signs about what to do would be dogs. Dogs are extremely sensitive to changes in the environment and changes in the physiological state around them. Since we are in contact with dogs so much of the time, any change in an environment is going to set them off. He also reckons that they could be able to sniff out a zombie virus before the dead start walking thanks to their powerful sense of smell. Changes in atmospheric pressure and natural phenomena carry odors that only our furry friends can pick up. Many dog lovers agree that the four-legged friends possess a sixth sense, a stronger-than-human gut feeling when something feels off. Pooches are more open to, to trusting that gut feeling will warn us of the imminent invasion through their behavior. And we've seen that, too. Like You've seen sometimes dogs will just be staring off at a corner where no one's standing, and oh so people God. think they have a the look into the supernatural as well. So if you want to survive the zombie apocalypse or get a precursor like to get a big, better heads up to make sure that all the prepping you've done is going to pay off get yourself a dog 
According to the Zombie Research Society and Dr. Cameron Carlson, the dog could save your life. Well, I always knew he was a good boy. So he's an even gooder boy because he can tell <laughs> the zombies exactly. are coming. Now I'm going to attach a, uh, a crossbow to him as well. Let him take out some zombies, that's for sure. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. It's not Way Out Wednesday. What is it, Kevin, today? It is Far, Far Out Friday. Friday. Yes, I hope you got a laugh along the way there.